Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Week with Cheek podcast. Before we start this episode, I would like to acknowledge that we are on stolen lands of the Yagra and Turrbal people. Sovereignty was never ceded. I'm sitting weird. I was sitting weird too. I'm a bit... These these jeans are so fucking fitted. You know, I there's just like this little bit... I just unbutton. No, because it's a good fit. It's just when you're seated. But I'd always think it looks weird on the camera. Anyway, whatever. Get a grip, Hannah. Get a grip. Nobody look at our jeans. <laughs> I need to tuck this in to the couch. Little sip of coffee and I'll be ready. I'll be with you in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're so professional. All right. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome back. <laughs> today I'm going to talk, we're going to talk about something that makes me so mad. I thought you were just going to say, today I'm going to talk about it. I was like, sorry, am I invited to this discussion or is this going to be you talking at me about the sea eagles for 30 minutes? Today I'm going to be talking and occasionally I'll throw to Hannah. <laughs> Thank you so for much. For a question. Wow. Co-anchor. For your valuable straight perspective on this matter. My, you know what? As a straight person, I just feel so excluded from this conversation. <laughs> so... The Manly Seagulls. So, do you want me to mansplain football to you at the start of this? <laughs> I like to say that I don't care about football and I don't know anything about it and I don't care to learn. I would like to so, say that I'm not like other girls and I like know football girls. and that is a lie. I'm I do terrible. know football, but I, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, I can, do you want me to mansplain to you how to unlearn football? That would be incredible. This I is what you do. This is what you do. One of my favorite things that you do is mm-hmm. what ball even is that? <laughs> What's the difference? Seriously. What is the difference? They're the same fucking shape. There's mo- there's like at least four types, so I'm not gonna explain the difference between each of them. <laughs> but I would say rugby league is bottom tier. In yes. Anyway. In terms of culture. So I'd like to start, maybe perhaps in an unexpected place. Wow. And because the thing about the way Australians interact with sport is like, first of all, we're all fucking obsessed with it, especially the footy. Mm -hmm. And we claim that it's like the one thing that unites us, which I think is absurd because first of all, fucking go to any pub when an origin game is on and watch how many people beat each other up. But I don't actually think that it's um, marketed as the one thing that unites us. Really? I, I feel like that's what people claim that it is. Oh, see, I just see it as, um, which is still incorrect, I see it as healthy competition in inverted quotations, which actually means encourages violence, gambling, and mm. excess drinking. Yeah. I think that's the difference. Interesting. Because I always think that, like, I feel like sport is marketed as, like, it's supposed, it's allegedly supposed to be, like, inclusive and blah, 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 blah. Well, I think that the thing that unites us is like something like the Commonwealth Games or the Olympics where we're competing against other countries. It's supposed to be a come together sort of thing. But this sort of thing, I think, actually only increases the tone of like the vitriolic language between different areas in the country. Yes, I think that's what it actually does. Yeah, but but I think this proves it. These sorts of points where it becomes like a, well, I always fucking hated Manly anyway. And Mm. it's like, not really the point. Yeah, (laughs) but (laughs) But okay. So in case you have been living in blissful ignorance (laughs) which good for you (laughs) turn off now (laughs) um the manly sea eagles they um, brought out this special jersey that has like a rainbow detail on it yeah um and it's like i guess like it was a label like a pride round is that what it is it's actually not pride round it's actually women in league round well that's what i was gonna say yeah 
So is do they think that LGBTQ and women is like the same thing? No, I don't understand the confusion, but it's interesting that I think the point to be made about the fact that it was the women's round is that they managed to completely detract, go off course, create a pride jersey that's supposed to be like a diversity and inclusion round. And I think the chair of the Manly Seagulls has tried to say, come out and say, it's not just supposed to be like LGBTQIA+, it's supposed to be like all forms of inclusion, all forms of diversity, right? Okay. Gender, sexuality, blah, blah, blah. I think that's a little bit too late to be marketing that because mm. it is a rainbow. That's definitely associated with the LGBT plus community. Yeah. But I think and also that was, that was why they put like, don't fucking pretend that's why you put it on the shirt. Yes. It wasn't like rainbow to mean like everybody. No. Yeah. And I also think the other thing is that it's just ironic that any time in football, in sporting culture, especially in this male-dominated, very violent, very alcoholic culture of rugby league, any time they try to do something that is about anyone but men, mm. it becomes about men. Yes, 100%. like they have, like it was the women in league round, and it, they tried to create a pride jersey. And what did the entire conversation revolve around? Mm. Men. Yeah, that is a fucking failure. Yeah, that is a fucking failure. And before we get into like the um, the pride stuff. I, so I like arrived home, it's Saturday morning. I arrived home, um, last night and the Friday night footy was on and it was on in our house. Not because anybody oh, here not because likes <laughs> it, but I did talk to my partner who had watched some of it. And I saw that the banner said like women in league round and I don't keep up with this. So I didn't know that it was happening. And I was like, I was like, like, first of all, if it's women in league, like, wouldn't you like put one of, wouldn't you show one of the women's games at primetime? Like, isn't that like the smallest thing you could do? Yes. Anyway, putting that aside. Um, so my partner had said, and so this is a, like a third hand account cause I didn't see it that prior to the game in, uh, you know, in the interest of women in league, they had one of the footy players wives, one of the wags. Um, interviewed her and she had to bring the kids along. And the question that was asked by the single like woman presenter was what do you contribute to rugby league? Are you fucking kidding me? Like there are women players. Why are they not being interviewed? And also like, like I said to like, imagine if like I was with my partner at some kind of fucking event and someone went up to him and was like, what do you contribute to cheek? That never fucking happens. Like, why is it her job to contribute to rugby league? Mm. She's just married to a fucking footy player. Yeah. What the, what the absolute fuck is that? I think what's most disturbing about this and what's disturbed me most this week is seeing men that I know not, not necessarily defend the opposition to necessarily like LGBTQIA plus mm-hmm. rights or existence. So not be a total homophobe. But but try to conceal that with, but they have freedom of choice. Mm. And I don't think that's the right conversation. I no. don't think, and and to be fair, like, I don't think the point of this conversation at all, at all is about their, I, I don't think it's about religion. I don't think it's about cultural beliefs. I think it centers on the fact that, People are so willing to allow and forgive and just sort of go, oh, you know, it's a difference of opinion. It's fucking not. It's not this 
Someone's identity and who they want to love and who they are fundamentally as a person is not something for you to have an opinion on. Exactly. It is not a space for you to say, oh, they're, they have a right to their beliefs. I'm sorry. That's not how it works when it comes to fundamental human rights. Mm. It's also not how it works when you are a professional sports player who represents your community at an elite level. You do not have the ability to speak like this. And, and what disturbs me most is that every time something like this happens, People victimize the men who haven't worn the jersey instead of actually asking the question, which is, how does the community feel about this conversation and the nature of it? Why are we so willing to have the most disgusting conversations at a national public level Mm -hmm. that just further victimize the already minority groups? Yeah. It is like, and as a straight person, I'm like, I can't even imagine being on the receiving end of something like that. Like, Mm. I, I literally look at that and go... I can't imagine having to fucking open my phone and read this every day. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. And imagine how many, like, in terms, like, statistically speaking, how many closeted gay gay men are in the men's team. Absolutely. Statistically, there's one gay player in the manly team at least. Yeah. Probably who hasn't come out. And what the fuck Why does that they communicate? Yeah. What does that communicate to young boys in the sport? What does that mm. communicate to young girls in the sport? Yeah. They're never going to get a go. No. If they reveal who they are and live as who they are. Exactly. I think that people think that um, it can just be stuck in this sort of compartment of like, oh, well, they're allowed to choose. No, it's about what it communicates to the entire fucking country. And the way that this conversation has unfolded in the space of 72 hours has genuinely made me feel like we've been sent back at least 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's just reminded me that like every time we get a step forward, it's just fucking the conversation is five steps behind. And it's so confusing especially existing in the groups that we exist in, which is, this is not really a a question. Like this is fucked what's happened. And then you talk to someone one layer outside of your circle and you're like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. And I think that's the worst part. I think one of the, like we were talking about this this week and I had a run in with someone Mm -hmm. where their argument back to me when we were talking about this difference of opinion in terms of the Jersey was they were like, they got really, they sort of arced up. And one of the things they said was like, Oh, but but my brother's gay. Mm -hmm. And I was, what? Oh, whoa, fuck. We've got an expert over here. I'm sorry. I am so fucking sorry for challenging you on that. Let's stop this conversation right now because you know a gay person, which means you can't possibly be homophobic and you can't possibly have a wrong opinion on this jersey. Why is it that when people try to respond to arguments like this, one of the strongest things they have is an association? Yeah. Also, it is more disgraceful that Mm -hmm. you are so closely associated with someone who is a part of this community. You claim to support them and then you get on fucking Facebook and write the most disgusting shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. The other thing is the people who want to defend these seven players for, like, religion. They're not even religious. These people are not religious. The people I see defending them in like my like outer circles. Yes. I'm like you hate religion, but what now it's important. What the fuck is that about? I think it's people thinking that what they're doing by supporting these men is protecting their own freedom of speech or freedom of belief. And that's, it's just not the case. And the, the thing about the choice is like, you did have a fucking, they had a fucking choice. Wear the Jersey. Don't play. Yeah. Those are your choices. They made a choice. Yeah. Where's a fucking jersey? And I think the thing about like these people who are, who are, in my opinion, homophobes, but like would never, would absolutely recoil at being called that, is because is is the always, and it's it's fucking always the old white male boomers who do this shit. Not always. Some other people do it as well, and they're even worse. No, they're all the same bad, level of bad. Is they're like, well, I don't care what you are, just don't shove it in my face. Oh my I'm God. sorry. 
You're wearing a rainbow on a fucking T-shirt. We're not making you go, go out there and fuck other men on the field. Yeah. Go on, bend over. <laughs> throw that soap. Don't just drop it. Throw it. it that's what just the, ridiculous. Uh, what are they talking about? Shove it in their face. I'm sorry for living my fucking life. I'm so sorry. I'm much more offended by religion being fucking shoved in my face, which is what they're actually doing. That's again like, and talked about this in an article or about the uh, the abortion stuff is this all that's right conservative in the last week's episode mm. um it all comes down to religion yeah it all comes down to religion and these people who are spouting it are not even fucking religious but but the most interesting part about it and, and i think this plays into exactly what you're saying they're not religious but why why does it come back to religion if these people aren't religious why what is the connection between religion and our ability to forgive or alleviate any guilt or moral standing if people associate a view with religion i don't think they're associating it actively but homophobia i believe is rooted in religion but what i'm saying is the people who aren't religious why are they so willing to go well it's the religious and cultural beliefs Mm. That's fine then. Is that just their cover up for being homophobes? Is it not? Because it's not about religion then for those people. I think it's because they're scared that someday they're going to get called out for doing for something. And and they want to, is it because they want to plateau, like make, stop the conversation in its tracks, stop the progression. And this is a way to, this is a way to sort of dig your heels in. I think it comes from like deep homophobia Mm. and that's it i guess mm. <laughs> like i just because i don't really understand what else it could possibly be although actually and i don't think i haven't seen anyone have this take whoa so, breaking everybody take. <laughs> listen very carefully i think that there are some men who are i know i'm saying men a lot but like let's yeah. be fucking real i haven't seen any honestly i have not seen any women have a go about this at all um but i'm sure they're out there don't worry equality um <laughs> i have that i believe that there are men who genuinely do not give a fuck about the rainbow don't care maybe aren't even homophobic maybe they're open but they cannot could not fucking stand the thought that taking those players out meant that their fucking team would uh, lose yes and they did. They, they lost. Well, that was what actually, and this is ridiculous, but that's what disappointed me most was on the, on Thursday when there was going to be the game, um, my, my housemates and I were like, let's, let's sit down and watch it and see if anything happens. And I was like, nothing's going to happen because mm. what's going to happen is they're going to have seven of their gun players out. Yeah. They're going to lose. Mm. A few new guys will get a really nice run. Mm. Also, my thought, this is a bit controversial. What if some of the guys that got the call up were not willing to wear the rainbow jersey but they were getting a shot (laughs) but then don't you think that that to me shows that it's like well they would i mean i can't stand for their beliefs obviously yeah but i'm like there you go yeah there you fucking go that just points to the fucking privilege of those men who decided to tap out yes because they thought that everyone was going to be like all right shut it down scrap the jerseys yes stop everything we cannot go on without these people and to be quite honest i am fucking shocked that they didn't do that i i'm shocked too but also Absolutely that's shocked. bare minimum bare minimum but and it, still shocked and again i think it comes back to like des hasler's apology um seagull's coach uh, i think it was two days before the game his apology came out and said you know obviously it was centered around you know we've sort of um damage caused more damage to the groups we were trying to support blah 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 but it the apology centered on the fact that the players should have been consulted Hmm. i 
Do you consult them on all the other logos? That's the question, isn't it? <laughs> and I also think it comes back to like, I think what bothers me, like what literally made me lie awake at night this week was, you know, these questions about, well, you don't see them do this when there's a perpetrator of domestic violence accused in their team. You don't see this about the sports bet or the drinking and you're pinning that, that can't be, that can't mean the religious argument is valid when those two things are, aren't aligned. Like you cannot be against same sex relationships and for alcohol and gambling. Mm. That's just not consistent with religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we look at this, what is this truly about? What is it? What is it about? If these men are so unwilling to go up against other men, but they are so willing to cause a spark, a national conversation that offends entire groups, like huge groups of people in this country who just exist and are legally allowed to marry and do whatever the fuck they want. Mm. We are so far past this conversation. What is this about? It's about power. Yeah. And it's about influence and it's about feeling like you're in control and it's about the protection of masculinity in its all its fucking toxic glory to me. Mm -hmm. And I think it saddens me because like what this week represents to me is how far we've got to go until football culture changes. And you can have all of the women in league rounds. You can have all of the first nations rounds. You can have all of the fucking fun themes you want, but these people are bigots mm -hmm. and the systems protect them. Yeah. And I'm surprised that Manly didn't revoke the Jersey. And Same. I'm also extremely surprised that they committed to doing it next year. Yeah. And I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to do. I, I, I can't influence these people. I can't talk to these people. Mm -hmm. And the fact that men in my life who I think are generally progressive are not even supportive of our line of argument yeah. and are more willing to be like, oh, it's their beliefs is you, concerning. And you know what I think, like, and that's been an alarming thing for me is to see people who would describe themselves as progressive either, like, um, openly <clears throat> uh, backing those seven players or saying nothing about it and not, like, even having conversations in mm. their own spaces. And obviously if I'm not in a space, I don't know if they're being had. You're not progressive. Like, I'm sorry. Like, a rainbow? Come on. It's a stripe. A liberal, a fucking conservative government legislated marriage equality years ago. Like, if you cannot get on board for a fucking rainbow on a T-shirt, and I know I'm saying T-shirt. I think it's jersey. funny that you're doing it. It's also I'm a doing stripe. it on purpose. It's the thinnest <laughs> stripe. It's a stripe. It's a stripe. Like, if you don't, you're not fucking progressive. Like, please have a long, hard look at yourself. If that upsets you, these men are so fucking sensitive. But it's the same conversation that was happening at the time of Israel Folau. It's mm. the exact same conversation, and it doesn't. It doesn't sound to me like we've progressed. No, we haven't. And it just—it's a—it's a wider like. I know I'm not. I've talked so much about my disdain. 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 That was really my disdain. Disdain for um, football culture, and this is just like yet another fucking reason. It's disgusting and it permeates our, our society and our culture. Like the hold that football has on Australian culture. I mean, we were reading the Arctic some articles this morning before we started recording and uh, Nine Sport was describing them in headlines as the Manly Seven Rebels. Oh, my God. The Rebels. The Rebels. Do you mean the bigots? Do you mean the fucking homophobes? <laughs> Do you mean the men that were scared of a rainbow? <laughs> 
<laughs> do you mean people hiding behind religion as a way to oppress an entire group of people and mm-hmm. their sexual orientation and fundamental identity? Yeah. Call it what it fucking is. Exactly. I don't want to see any fucking sports bet logos. Mm. I don't want to see any fucking domestic violence perpetrators running out onto the field. I don't want to see any of these fucking people who fuck dogs on camera, who fucking take videos trying to sexually assault women on camera and then get a fine and Mm. are taking personal leave the next week. I don't want to fucking see 10 articles before I see your fucking allegations. I don't want to see Wayne Carey on fucking Channel 7. I don't want to see these men main fucking tain what they're doing. I'm so sick of it. And this is just another fucking brick in the fucking wall. I don't know what to do with it and I don't know how to fix it and we can't. Until we see this panel where it's five of the most washed up men aside the most beautiful, hot, traditional beauty standard blonde woman that's just trying to fit in who they throw to once every 10 minutes to say one line and ask the wagger question. Mm. Until we see some genuine equality that's not just for tokenistic reasons. I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's so fucked up. And like I, I was, I was involved in religion for multiple years. So like I fucking know what it's, and I know what the Bible says. The Bible doesn't say anything about gay people. And it especially doesn't, it especially tells you not to fucking judge thy neighbor. Like there's nothing. Love that neighbor. (laughs) Even if if you actually look at like, that's not in the, what is that? Do you remember that TikTok sound? It's like, um, I'm not sure what's going on here, but I have a sneaking suspicion it is not in the name of Christ. (laughs) Like that's not. That's not Christianity. Mm. And I fucking hate Christianity, but that is not it. Yeah. That is not it. No, and, and this is controversial, but I will, I will continue to argue for this. Mm. Christianity in the way that I perceive it at its fundamental core, when you read the values of the Bible and not word for word, but when you take it as more like a metaphor for how to live your life, mm. it actually is quite a beautiful thing. Mm. The way that religion is applied in our culture is fucked up. Yep. It's not correct. No, I think the fundamental like core values of Christianity are lovely ideas, but the way those translate for conservative culture, mm-hmm. they warp it. And they make it about control and power and institutional and systemic damage that's caused to minority groups. That's not what it's supposed to be. The way that it's applied here on earth is fucking terrible. Yeah. But I don't think it's evil fundamentally. I think it's the way that people wield it. Exactly. And also like the other thing is, and I guess I'm kind of like arguing against my own point, but like if religion is such a nice thing, then tell me why the fucking Pope covers up child sex abuse. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give us a chance. Give us a break. (laughs) And then like, I just find the way that we, um, that society protects these like religious freedoms at the, not even like, and doesn't protect other like freedoms to like be yourself and live your own identity. But like, and it's not even that it's like, we're protecting religious freedoms at the expense. Well, no, my view is actually that Religious freedoms are a legal mechanism through which that they allow others to oppress us. Exactly. Literally, religious freedom is translated, I I would say, they're saying, let's fuck you up (laughs) and let's protect that in law, (laughs) right? No, but I'm serious. Like when you look at religious freedoms, you're actually um, limiting the separation of church and state. And Mm -hmm. what you're instead imposing is that religious views uh, fall above. And in terms of power structures, religious views are more important and more prioritized than the rights, the fundamental human rights of minority groups. Yeah. Because if religious, so like, okay, for example, a religious freedom might be a doctor doesn't have to perform certain procedures like providing contraceptive, abortion, Mm. blah, blah, blah. So what you're saying is, 
legislating a religious freedom means I'm going to prioritize the rights of a doctor to have a Christian views and basically to exploit those views to then not perform essential health care on other individuals, right? Yeah. That's what it is. It yeah. is a legal mechanism through which people are allowed to fuck others over. Yes. And I will stand by that to the death. 100%. Fucked. 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 And I just like the way and I um, – I guess it's like a whole nother topic, but it's another good example. Like the the fact that Pauline Hanson is outraged by and by an acknowledgement of country in fucking red in the Senate, but do, like no one's saying shit about the Lord's Prayer that's fucking said right before it. Yep. Fuck off. Fuck the Lord's Blaine's Prayer explain. off. <laughs> fuck it off. Fuck it off. I am actually offended that they do a prayer in Parliament. Truly. Church and this state, is not baby. a Church Christ- and state. This is not a Christian nation. No. It this is, is a, a nation, nation that has sixty-five plus thousand years of First Nations heritage. Uh-huh. There is a point to doing an acknowledgement of country. There is no fucking point to the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Kristen, Pauline Hanson is <laughs> Aboriginal. Haven't you heard? <laughs> fucking asshole. I'm surprised she didn't like it because it was about her. And I think it comes back to the article that you wrote a few days ago. We actually had someone on Cheek message us. I'm not sure if I showed you this message, but she it went to a message request and I saw it and it was like, you have such influence. Stop talking about Pauline Hanson. That's the whole point of the fucking article. That's the whole point of Cheek. Yeah. The whole point of Cheek is to say, and, and, and I think it's the same sort of argument when we come to topics like Carl Sanderlands. Like these shock jocks obviously want to get a response out of us, mm. obviously, but to ignore them is also to give them power. Yeah. You because s- you, the standard you walk past is the standard you accept. And I'm sick of being quiet about it and thinking it's better just to pipe down because then they'll feel like it didn't matter. No, what that means is that it's normalized. Yeah. And that they're, and you know what? It's kind of like the grandma at family lunch that keeps spouting the racist, bigoted language, a lot of the time you go, oh, it's just grandma. Mm. And then over time it gets worse and yeah. worse and worse because by not feeding it, you are inherently feeding as well. So it's either you draw attention to it and say, that's not on. And sure, some people might think, oh, you're reacting, which just makes it worse. No, I don't really give a fuck mm. because the more times that we talk about it and the mm-hmm. more times that shit online, the more people might stop and question it next time. But also think about how many, and not all of them, but like how many of our parents' generation and their parents' generation have like lived and died by that idea yeah. that like, leave it alone, don't make a fuss. Where have the, where the fuck has that gotten us? Like, that's not, sorry, that's not working. No. And this is what I always say about the patriarchy. Sorry, it's not working. Put all women in charge and non-binary people like the patriarchy has not served us shutting the fuck up and being quiet has not served us so it's time to do something different and it's like we can't we 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 actually cannot fucking ignore these people anymore because every time we let them go off they influence others like and to use the um example of grandma so grandma's a you know whatever old racist person who goes on about all this shit at family lunch and then what about the rest of the family like how many people in that family could actually get influenced into thinking that, that is a normal and okay yeah. thing to think? And sure, us arcing up and calling it out might make one other person at the table laugh and join grandma, but it might make three not exactly not join that view. Yeah, and that's what's important. Or to even me. just have a fucking think about it and be like, hmm, interesting. But also, racist. Pauline Hanson has a seat at the table. I don't have that same seat at that same table. She's a senator. We can't ignore her. But she also, it's got like quarter of a million votes. Being silent doesn't get you the seat. Exactly. And she didn't get it by being silent. Also, it's so ironic to me that someone would say, like, don't use your platform to talk about Pauline Hanson. Can you hear yourself? We have a platform. <laughs> People are listening. 
What? Don't use your don't use your platform to call out Pauline Hanson's racism. Seriously, that post reached hundreds of thousands of people, and I'm sure at least one of them didn't really care about the Pauline Hanson <laughs> thing until they saw it. But it's, yeah, but but it wasn't it, very well. Covered. And I will fucking die by that as well mm. because it's like, okay, imagine this podcast if we just shut the fuck up. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're here today to talk about nothing. <laughs> Everything's great. Silence is how you solve the problem. <laughs> Let's defeat patriarchy. Let's defeat conservative governments. Everybody silence. be quiet. Stop talking about Stop anything. Stop talking about anything. Just if, the weather. Just look down. <laughs> look down. I fucking act, hate that act, logic. Act meek. It just makes no sense. And I'm so fucking sick of it. And I will literally fight anybody on this manly seagull shit. I absolutely will. Come and fight me Come about it. Come and fight it. me. Line up at the door. Line up at the you door. You don't want to be docked, though. No addresses. Not at my house. <laughs> Let's have I a prefer Zoom to do it online. Because <laughs> I don't like people. Are you scared of a rainbow? No, I'm very brave. Very brave. You are the rainbow. I am the rainbow. I'm the attempted ally, but I've got to be told I'm an ally. I can't declare myself. <laughs> I called you one at the start, so, so that it, that spans at least to the end of the podcast. Thank you. You can apply for um, renewal later. <sighs> abolish football abolish football abolish Pauline Hansen. <laughs> bring back the death penalty <laughs> if you didn't find us completely insufferable come back next Wednesday for a new episode you can also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co or online at cheekmedia.com.au yes that's the one that's the one 